When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Getting Up, Gareth Hall with you. Baker Tip's not far away, but we missed him on Monday and he's been an enormous part of Getting Up this year. He's a superstar. His name is Wayne Hawks, one of the most colourful characters in the game, and he joins us now. We just wanted to say a Merry Christmas to Hawksy. G'day, Wayne. Good morning. That normally goes for the uh, the gangland people, doesn't it? Colourful. Well, that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Well, you, well, you're definitely colourful. Do you have a highlight Thank for you. 2023? Um, I think I think the Caulfield Melbourne Cup winner without yes. a fight. Um, we are the way that racing is now with the overseas horses dominating the Melbourne Cup. To do that, to win both. It's going to be as rare as rocking horse, you know what these days. Yes. And I heard you before the uh, before the break. And without a fight for horse of the year is that far in front, it'll want to take a pretty special performance by an imperatriz, so to speak. I mean, I tell you the difference between imperatriz, right? Yeah. The difference is we have a Miss Andretti, we have a um, Chautauqua, a Black Caviar, Scalacci, Special, Placid Arc. Now, I'm talking the last 20 years. In the last 20 years, we haven't had a Caulfield Melbourne Cup winner. So when you get these great sprinters, we do, and we're very lucky, we do have one every two, three, four years. So Imperatriz has just taken over the mantle from the, from the who was the last good one? Chautauqua. Yeah. So she's taken over from him, whereas we don't breed staying horses in Australia. Well, we do, but we're not breeding enough of them to be real stayers. So... And we, we could be a long, long time, Gareth, before we find another Caulfield Melbourne Cup double winner. Now, I wanted to get your opinion on this, and you 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 couldn't make it on Monday, but you're off. You're a different opinion. You didn't think Tyler Schiller stopped riding there the other day. You you thought that he he didn't even ease up with um, Spywise, the second favourite for the for the Magic Millions Classic. Now I don't I don't know. I've been down a rabbit hole. Did he get did he get time for No, that? he what never he happened? got off. He yeah, got okay. off. He's right been on, riding right winners on. for your stable since. Yep. No, I know that, but I didn't know whether he was on the stay proceedings, so no. I don't really worry about other people's horses that much or or should I say other jockeys that much if they get suspended. <laughs> the bottom line is he said this yes. in his steward's room. He said the horse did exactly the same thing last start, and that's why I didn't hit it because it was wayward. So what I did was I went back to its previous start and mm-hmm. had a look. And to be honest, he wrote it exactly the same. So the people that are questioning him, he did write it exactly the same. Now, you could then turn around to me and go, yeah, well, you can still write a crap to start before and get away with it. And <clears throat> just because you win doesn't mean to say that you have to ride a horse well. But he was, he was soft to the naked eye. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit like this. If you pull the stick on the horse, how much more was he going to find? Now, I'm going to argue that he won't have found any. So, you know, Darren Beban will tell you that Octagonal needed the persuader to get him up and about. Now, we're, we're, we're in the modern era now, and we're looking at going with three. 
So this is how it is a, potentially it's going to look. Now, I understand what Johnny was talking about and, and they, they were disappointed and everything like that, and I get that. But, the, but when it's all said and done, I, I'm in a Tyler Schiller bandwagon corner yes. because I don't, reckon, I don't reckon he did too much wrong because he didn't go, ah, and then, you know, like jump up and down the spot and start thrashing around like most of them do when they think they're home. Because the other thing he didn't do was he didn't have a big, massive look over his shoulder. I'm trying to think what was the. Well, he didn't need to. Do you know what happened, Wayne? Do you know what happened, Wayne? You can ask Tommy this. So you've got those, the the big screens there on the side of the track. And I feel for Tyler because I think he's a gem and I love him, but he's, he's learned the valuable lesson. So that's a delay by about a second or a half, two seconds that the big screen. So he's looked up at the big screen and he's seen Tommy under pressure, changing hands and think, and he's four in front, and he's thinking, "There's no way these horses are going to pick up and beat me here." And oh, then, right. and, and then, stopped. and then, all of a sudden, he's looked stopping. up, and then he sort of stopped his vigor a little bit, and then, out of nowhere, because of that delay, James McDonald comes right next to him and goes, "Oh, not James McDonald, Tommy Berry." Tom Berry. And then, and then he start, and then his body language gives it away. So, oh, don't look gee, at the, re- don't I, look at the big screen. <laughs> I reckon you've been a little bit tough. No, but, well, and you know what? You're allowed to be, but if that was my horse, I wouldn't be yelling and screaming. But I tell you what, what you said, the John would have. John would. The lesson is probably yes. the lesson is this. The lesson is this. Regardless of whether you're four in front, yep. ride the horse through the line. Correct. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So when it's all said and done, because if you ride the horse through the line and it gets beaten. Mate, there's no blue. We're not even talking about it and uh, and move on because he's not the first one to nearly no. get caught napping and he won't be the last. But expect it, folks. I mean, this is what uh, Racing Victoria want. They want it whip-free and things like that. So this is what this is what the stewards are going to have to put up with and face because in the day, the person that gets put in the hotspots, the stewards, because all of a sudden they go, right, should have won, shouldn't have won, should he get suspended for sitting up on the horse? But as I said, Go and watch his previous race, and he did ride in exactly the same way when it was out in the front. Albeit it was four in front to the winning post, not four in front yeah. with 100 to go. Well, we're going to agree to disagree on that, Wayne. Just um, before we let you go, have you ever seen a better day or a better farewell than D. Oliver there the other day at Ascot? Describe that for us. Well, it was an amazing night. I mean, you had the, you had the end of the minion on, uh, on on one channel, albeit it was on a wet track, so that always takes away a little bit. I mean, he didn't win, it bolted him. Mm-hmm. Then we then we then we watch uh, day, or, you know then we watch the greyhounds at uh, the meadows where you were and that was uh, I, I actually thought I probably should have been there to be totally honest yes, but you never gave way. me an invite you never gave me an invite <laughs> so and then and then and this was all sitting downstairs at home on the couch and then all of a sudden you see D Oliver what what happened and and I mean that great adage you know I mean fairy tales do come true well most in racing don't I mean there's so many. You know the black caviar did and winks did in the modern times, but we've had some uh, some shockers over the uh, over the years. So for him to do what he did, it was deserved because you know I I I don't rate him as the goat. I don't rate him as the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time in Victoria, mm-hmm. but I don't rate him as. A, but but you know what? It doesn't matter where you rate him and where you don't. Because I tell you something about D Oliver. He's been the top of the pops. And you've hated him with a passion when he's got when you've backed the other horse and he's walked down the outside or he's got yours beat, and that, and that's no different to a 
footballer that's kicking goals, or you know, no matter who it is, if they're kicking seven one, you love them. If they're kicking one goal seven, you want to take them off. But it was a great fairy tale finish, and it was good for Perth Racing because that's where Damien started, and that's where he uh, that's where he went back and he finished. So to finish with that, uh, with that, it must have been amazing. I actually text Greg Radley, the Sky Channel presenter, yeah. and he texts me back and said, "It is electrifying here." for the crowd, and I'm not making it up. So yeah. Greg's a good fellow and a realist. So he said it was electrifying. So good on him for having the fairy tale. Good on him. He's ended on such a high. And um, Who is the greatest then? Who is the greatest of all these? He's got the greatest record from a group one perspective from successes there in, at the highest level. But who's the goat, who's the goat in well, your well, eyes, I, Wayne? Well, I'll well, I tell you what. Mick Dittman, Jim Cassidy, Shane Dye, Darren Biedman, you throw them up against D Oliver, and it's a massive, massive pub talk. But let me tell you, Oliver is not better than them. It's an opinion, so and you, you're allowed. Yeah, you, you haven't even got him in the top five. No, I, yes, I do. No, you say you've got Dittman. He's in the top. Yeah, Dittman. Yes. Cassidy. Jimmy yes. Cassidy. Yep. Darren Beedman. Yep. Shane Dye. Yeah. Damien Oliver. So now, so far. And, and you know what? We're, we're, we're missing Stephen King. We're missing Glenn Boss. We're missing Pat Island. I mean, we can go on and on, on. But, in, but in the more mod, modern era, that's what we need to... You half need to be in the last yeah. you know, 10, 20 years because I reckon going any further back than that, it's another area of completely different people. But, mate, you can't tell me Oliver's a better jockey than Dippman or a better jockey than Shane Dye or Darren Beeman. More or consistent. Gaston. More consistent. Well, well, look, you know what? It's, it's still all Opinion. pub talk. I but, reckon... But, I mean, ha- yeah. You know what the best thing was? What? 20 years ago, you'd walk in the jockey's room and it'd be Melbourne Cup week. And, I mean, it just didn't matter. You just threw the colours in any of those blokes and you're missing Stephen King and Darren Gauchy and Greg Childs. And, and, I mean, the jockey's rooms were full of the best of the best. Now, everyone, and I'm going to say, everyone goes on about how great these jockeys are today. There are some that are in that level. But I tell you what, it gets pretty thin pretty quick. We, uh, we, we we desperately need some more jockeys coming through because when you're losing, you know, you're losing J-Mac to Hong Kong for six weeks, what if he gets a sniff and doesn't want to come back? You've lost Hugh Bowman, you know what I mean? I mean, we, mm. we need those. Breton Abdullah's up there as well. So you, you, you need we need these better jockeys back at home. We don't want Damien Lane going to Japan. We want him to stay here because we need him. Racing needs Damien Lane. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. He was at Bunbury yesterday. Hey, Hawks, you got to go. But have you? Can you? Should we back your horse in the first at Mooney Valley tomorrow? He's arrived down in Melbourne and he looks fantastic and good forms, winning form. He was here this time last year for the Magic Millions and he uh, he wasn't fair income, so he had the uh, the two stone liner operation. Yes. And obviously, you can see twelve months later he's put a couple on end. So it'll be a nice race for him and uh, he'll be very, very, very hard to beat. Right. I don't say we'll win because they get beat when I say that, so he'll be hard to beat, Gary. Let's get along. Hey, have a Merry Christmas. Looking forward to doing you this show, show with you on the Magic Millions. We're heading up there now, so looking forward to it. And, and thanks to all the listeners and, yeah. uh, you know what, for the people that love me, thank you, and the people <laughs> that didn't didn't love me, keep sending the stuff in. I love it. Good on you, brother. Thanks for that. Merry Christmas to Jane and the family, Michael and Claire and Johnny and Mrs. Hawks. Thanks for that.